Hello, and welcome to the Grumpy Old Man Podcast. I don't profess to know everything, nor do I think my ideas are the only right ideas. I'm sure there's plenty I don't know and haven't yet thought about. I'm here to learn too, so please share your thoughts and observations. This podcast is all about me sharing my thoughts, opinions, and observations, pointing out things that are hidden in plain sight, things that once considered probably seem totally obvious. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm just a grumpy old man. Well, I'm not really that old, but most people probably do consider me to be quite grumpy. There are a lot of things with the direction our world is headed that I find reasons to complain about. This is one of them. I'm Harvard Schmarvard, and this is Season 1, Episode 1. Profiting off of you. There's a vast array of products that are useful and needed. Food items that your body requires to stay healthy and provide the energy you need to live. Fruits, vegetables, bread, eggs, dairy, just to highlight a few. Even chocolate and wine, if that's what you like. Life isn't just the basics, it must be enjoyed. Clothing to stay warm and to present the appearance you desire. Most games and sporting goods. Household items. The list goes on and on. The manufacturers of these products do an excellent job of providing the things we need at an affordable price point. They balance their need to employ workers and generate a fair profit with our need for a standard of living that supplies necessities as well as comfort and enjoyment. Back to food items. When you consider that a field is plowed in Arizona or Southern California and lettuce is planted, fertilized, irrigated, harvested, washed, and shipped all over the USA, a process that takes expensive modern equipment and lots of fuel, there are labor costs along the way too. Then that lettuce arrives at a grocery chain's warehouse It's combined with many other similar items and again transported to your local store, where you buy it. Right now, after a recent burst of inflation, that lettuce is about $3 per pound on the East Coast, almost as far away from where it is grown as possible. I'd say those producers and distributors have done a fabulous job of balancing their needs with ours. Think about apples grown in Washington state or maybe even as far away as Chile or Peru. Apple trees take years to mature before they provide a marketable harvest or any income at all to the farmers. But they still need to be pruned and sprayed every year with some pesticides and fungicides. Even organic apples need to be treated with organic variants or else there would be no crop that wasn't rot or bug damaged. They too need to be picked, washed, packaged, and trucked across the country before they arrive where we can buy them. Apples are about $2.50 a pound. Again, pretty amazing. Clothing. Top cotton growing countries are India, the US, China, and Brazil. Many garments are made in Thailand or Vietnam. But unless you are paying a premium for a designer's label, that garment is extremely reasonably priced considering the cruises those products and raw materials have made around the globe. 
Many household and personal items are made in China, shipped halfway around the world to U.S. markets and sold cheaply. Yes, much of that is cheaply made as well and will break or never really work in the first place. That is a topic for another episode. What I'd like to talk about are the items that are not economically viable on their own, but are abundant in our society because you, the consumer, is footing the bill, doing the hard and expensive part, while some corporation is reaping all the profits. How about we start with bottled water? Granted, there are some places with water supplies that are so awful that you cannot drink it. Why you would live there, I do not know, but if this is the case, then bottled water might be the only option. However, for the overwhelmingly vast majority of people in the United States, this is not the case. Every city or municipality has a health department. One of the basic functions that your government must provide with your hard-earned tax dollars is safe drinking water. Even Flint, Michigan provided free bottled water filters and test kits to its citizens when it experienced a water crisis. If you live somewhere with unsafe drinking water and your local government is telling you to buy your own bottled water, stop paying your taxes. Some cities do have water that tastes and smells of chlorine. Chlorine is added in small quantities to ensure that the water is safe and free of any harmful pathogens. Luckily, chlorine is very volatile and will evaporate quickly. Not that many years ago, there was very little bottled water, mostly in the form of five-gallon water coolers in offices and factories. You wouldn't find much, if any, in the grocery stores. Today, look at the carts being pushed around our stores and you'll see many with cases of water. Even in areas with perfectly good, fresh, tasty drinking water. Now consider the companies selling this stuff. The majority of the $283 billion global market is dominated by just a few well-known corporations. Read the labels or do an internet search and you may be surprised at who these companies are. 43 billion bottles of water are purchased in the United States each year. My math tells me that's about 130 bottles for every man, woman, and child. Considering that lots of people understand the situation and don't buy any, it makes me wonder who the heck is wasting all this money. Now consider that water is a molecule, two hydrogen and one oxygen, H2O. Drinking water also contains minerals, which makes it taste like water. Water is actually a powerful solvent that if it were purely just hydrogen and oxygen, it would kill you by dissolving all the minerals out of your bones and other cells. So, no matter if your water comes out of your tap or if it's shipped in a bottle from some far off island, it's basically the exact same stuff. It also doesn't matter if your water is generic store brand or if it has a name designed to fool you into thinking it's somehow better. How smart do you feel paying $3.50 for a single bottle of water when you could have three or four of those apples we talked about earlier? I remember ads for spring water that was sourced from natural springs in Maine. Okay, it was still water, but maybe it had some minerals that were less common. I don't know. 
Then I remember reading a label that admitted the water came from a municipal well in Hoboken, New Jersey, or some such place. Hmm. My water comes from a well in New Jersey too, but it's free. Now, lots of bottled water says it's produced by the process of reverse osmosis. That might be a fancy sounding term, but scares me big time. Basically, reverse osmosis is a water purification process that removes unwanted molecules and larger particles. So doesn't that imply that they start with something that is not pure or contains unwanted stuff that you probably shouldn't be drinking? My understanding is that in many applications of reverse osmosis, the starting source is seawater. The result is also devoid of the natural minerals that make water taste right. Reverse osmosis takes out the good and the bad indiscriminately. So guess what they do? They add back some minerals. The ones that are cheap and easy. So like fortified flour, <laughs> they take out 100% of the good but put back only 5 or 10% and then they act like they made it better. Do you still want to drink from a bottle instead of filling a glass at your sink? Lastly, before I stop beating up on bottled water, consider this. You think you are buying water, right? Are any of these companies actually making water? No. The water already exists. They are just putting it in plastic bottles, wrapping 24 of them in more plastic burning fuel to transport them to a warehouse, then a store where we finally buy them. So in essence, they are really just making garbage. But if it ended there, I wouldn't have included bottled water in this episode. Now, there is all this plastic waste. If the companies putting all this into our planet had the responsibility to collect and recycle the garbage that they make, then a bottle of water would not be economical and we wouldn't be buying it. But they don't have to take that responsibility. They just cash the checks and walk away. You are expected to recycle all their garbage, plastic, and waste for free. Now, does that seem fair? Let's shift gears to a worse culprit, batteries. I don't mean the ones in your cell phone or tablet or Tesla. They have their own problems, but I want to discuss alkaline or lithium, AA, AAA, C's, D's, those flat disks. I don't know about where you live, but they tell me not to throw them in the garbage. They also say not to put them in the normal recycling. Hmm, they must really be bad and hazardous, right? They expect me to save these hazardous things and then either mail them somewhere or take them to a special battery recycler. Hold on a second. Am I supposed to spend my time and burn my gasoline to properly dispose of an item that probably should never have been made in the first place? An item that some mega corporation made a huge profit on but then left me to clean up the mess? Hmm. Imagine if the responsibility of the manufacturer or seller of these didn't end with you assuming the burden of cleanup but that if they are going to profit from putting this into the environment, then they remain accountable for the proper disposal, reuse, and recycle. They would need to provide collection facilities in convenient locations. 
maybe drop boxes in stores that sell their products and that you frequent regularly. Then they would be required to pick up the waste and transport it to where it can be safely recycled. Batteries are already expensive. Imagine how high they would be if you weren't doing the expensive part for them. Think about your car battery. It's not single use. You don't have to throw it away and buy another one constantly. You get many years of life by recharging it. Your cell phone, recharging. Your laptop, recharging. Your Tesla. Why would there even still be single use batteries? I'll tell you, so they can constantly sell you more, more, and more. Do you really think they care that a high percentage end up in landfills? There is an endless list of similar items that either should be replaced by a more economical or ecologically friendly alternative, or aren't feasible unless you bear a portion of the expense and burden of disposal. Simply follow the money. Everything sure seems to be secondary to the greed of selling more and relieving you of your hard-earned money. A common theme seems to be competition. Where there are lots of suppliers competing with each other, they treat you fairly. When there are only a few, not so much. Before we end today's episode, I'll quickly leave you with one more thought. Do you have a pump liquid soap dispenser in your bathroom? When you wash your hands, do you just squirt a full pump or two? Do you really think you need that much? Try a simple test. Just take a half pump and see if it's enough to get your hands clean. Wasting two or three times as much as is truly needed is a great way for manufacturers to sell two or three times as much of their stuff. Then you can decide for yourself if they actually care about the environment or just their own greedy profits. Decide for yourself if they are profiting off of you and the wastefulness that they secretly trick you into. See you next time when I rant on about the next thing that's stuck in my craw. After listening to my own first episode, I felt that a little clarification might be in order. All of these things could be chalked up to don't sweat the small stuff. You might be saying to yourself, does this guy really care if I spend a couple dollars on a bottle of water or if I waste a little soap? No, I don't. But just know that the entire internet economy is counting on the exact same thing. You waste a little, and so do a couple hundred million others. And the producer makes a fortune. And the planet suffers. An app in the App Store only costs 99 cents, and you just buy it. Along with a couple million others. And it doesn't even work. You may only be wasting a dollar or two, but if you do that a hundred times a month, it adds up without you even noticing. Remember, the point is to think for yourself and do what you want, not just follow the pack and do what you're told or tricked into, certainly not to do what I say. Buy water if you want, it's your prerogative. Throw batteries in the trash, it's your choice. Do as you want, just be informed. <laughs>